welcome to Says Who. My guest today is Jill Maglioni, who is an actress, audiobook narrator, mommy, and she is sincerely sweet while silently judging your grammar. Thank you, Bonnie Gillespie. Hey, exactly. <laughs> so welcome, Jill. Thanks so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, I am going to start this the way I start all my interviews, by asking you a question that uh, actors get all the time, okay. which is, tell me a little bit about yourself, 100%. <laughs> oh, the tell me about yourself question can be so tricky. Um, but no, I, it's, it's pretty easy and fun for me. So um, I'm an only child from Philadelphia, the one in Pennsylvania, not Mississippi. Did you know there was a Philadelphia, Mississippi? I did not, but now I do. Right. Yeah. The more you know. The more I know. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, uh, only child growing up in Philly. Um, I was pretty introverted and shy, um, so it was, it was hard to make friends. Um, but then when I was about 14, I, um, I think decided on a whim to audition for the school play, which was Anything Goes. And um, I, was, I was practicing my audition in front of my friends outside. And um, they loved it. They were like, we've never seen you do this, and this is great, and you're funny. And like the neighborhood gossip woman across the street, her name was not June, but something. Anyway, the neighborhood gossip across the street. Uh, she started yelling in her yelling across the street voice. As you do. Great job, Jill. I can <laughs> see your name on a marquee. Um, and I was impressed that she knew the word marquee. 100%. Yeah. She was, she was pretty, you know, blue collar Philly. Don't think she'd ever been to a theater. <laughs> but the, her name was Rita. That Rita. was her name. Rita. The neighborhood gossip. The neighborhood gossip. Oh, she was nice. very sweet. Uh, but like, she just knew your business. But it came in handy sometimes because she'd be like, why didn't the neighbors across the street pay me for that Easter candy I, uh, you know, sold them? And she'd be like, oh, they got in a car crash. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Cheers to Rita. Cheers to uh, Rita. <laughs> so I, I learned early on that comedy was um, something fun I could do that I didn't feel self-conscious doing that made me friends. So once I figured that out, it was kind of like comedy all the way. Except in college, I still didn't uh, logically know that um, like acting and being a comedian and being funny was a real job. Right. So okay. I, I went safe. I studied English and communications and I decided I was going to work behind the scenes in TV. Um, so I was in New York City doing that with Court TV. Uh, but all my friends who were also working my same job were actors. I was like, <laughs> hmm. I don't yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I did that. I also enjoy that it's Court TV, the least comedy of all the... Oh. I mean... You would the, think it's the least funny, I was but just going to say, the least... The, they take themselves very seriously. Yeah, they, they did. I mean, RIP Court TV. They've... Wow. Uh, they went... They, yeah. I, it, they, uh, they did a complete rebranding in like 2009, and now they're True TV, which yes. um, is very different, and they have like game shows on now, and stuff they never would have had when, you know, Nancy Grace was helming. <laughs> it's true. Although a Nancy Grace <laughs> game show? How uh, amazing would right? that be? Yeah. Right. She's, she's actually a really lovely woman, oh, like really? much different than the persona you see. You kind of, you can run into that a lot. Uh, so one of the things that uh, strikes me is that um, there's sort of this idea that actors are always these very gregarious, outgoing 
people who are mm-hmm. sort of looking for attention. And um, you said you're sort of an introvert and definitely we're growing up. Yeah. Um, so obviously choosing acting, well, choosing comedy was something maybe to get yourself out of your shell. Is that something that you still run into? Is that something that you're still... Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I think I'm still a shy person. I still tend to be introverted. Uh, you know, like I, I would much rather stay home and watch Netflix than go to a party or a premiere or whatever. Uh, so I do find myself leaning on my comedy, uh, to make things less awkward, you know, like one of my big jokes when someone can't pronounce my last name, I'm like, Oh, do you speak Italian? It's Maglione, the word for sweater. And hardly anybody speaks Italian in L.A., so I get <laughs> to true. say, this kind, not this kind. Nice. Yeah. But it sticks, <laughs> and then people will remember. Right. For, for sure. Um, so you realized, so there you are, right, mm-hmm. on court TV, well, working on, in court TV, and you suddenly <laughs> it dawns on you, hey, there's this acting thing that you can do. Right, right. So maybe I'll do that. Yeah. And then yeah. what were your next steps there? Um, so I was really lucky. One of my friends at Court TV, Kit Williams, she's a doll, uh, she was doing a cabaret show and she's like, I feel like you told me you could sing. You want to be one of my backup singers? And I was like, sure. So I found myself performing at Don't Tell Mama, which oh, is wow. like a pretty decent venue in yeah. New York City. Um, and that was a blast. And then I had another friend from college who uh, was directing a show in like a really seedy part of Times Square, like 42nd and 8th, like right above a peep show. You know, you they know do how know I do. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like we, we did some original plays there and it was a lot of fun. But I started to realize early on that um, I... It, while I enjoyed theater, I, I knew all the sitcoms taped in Los Angeles, so I knew I'll have to get my butt out there. So, uh, you had mentioned this, but uh, sitcoms kind of played a big role in your life growing up. Yes, yes. I mean, I'm sure, like, you know, we all go through periods where, you know, we don't like our family or circumstances or whatever, and you're feeling kind of down. Um, me being an introvert, I didn't go hang out with friends and <laughs> turned on the TV. <laughs> Um, and I, I just loved sitcoms, classic ones like Leave It to Beaver, um, you know, Gilligan's Island, mm-hmm. Dobie Gillis, oh. My Three Sons, like Nick at Night was my jam. Uh, but also the current ones, like, um, I liked Murphy Brown, I think because my mom liked it. Um, I didn't get into Friends until later, now I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like sitcoms were what made me feel good. Right. And I think that's kind of why... I gravitate to comedy also because I know firsthand it can make me feel better. So, uh, you know, I've said before, you know, doing comedy is not rocket science. Uh, we're probably not technically saving lives, but but maybe we well, are. Maybe, maybe we are, just a yeah. little bit. Like, yeah, bringing a smile. A sitcom a day keeps the doctor keeps the blues away. Yeah, something yeah. keeps them away anyway. <laughs> so, there you are in New York. Mm-hmm. You've decided you're going to be an actor. You've got yeah. some success under your belt, <laughs> yes, so to speak. Um, <laughs> the peep, above the peep show success. Yep. Yeah, above the peep show success, which, <laughs> great name for your autobiography, so there you go. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I will give you credit in the forward. <laughs> you can write the forward. I'll write the forward. Okay. Um, and, uh, and so you decide maybe sitcoms are the thing, which, um, New York at the time probably didn't have a lot of those, so yeah. you did. 
yeah. moved. I, I did. It helped also that uh, my college boyfriend uh, grew up in Southern California, okay. so I had visited, so I knew what it was like, and I just felt like the quality of life was better. And at the time, it was significantly cheaper to live in LA than it was in New York. Now it's like marginally cheaper. <laughs> still cheaper. We're still, still cheaper. It. <laughs> but it went from like this. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I said I've spent, uh, you know, the first twenty some years of my life on the East Coast. Let's. Let's go to the West Coast. The West Coast. Let's, let's warm up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Winter sucks. <laughs> I mean, no, it, it, it just, it wasn't my thing, shoveling snow, falling. I would fall on the ice a lot. Oh, yeah. I was not a coordinated person. No, it, it's no. very dangerous. Ice is very dangerous for the uncoordinated. Right. I mean, right. for anyone, really, but for the <laughs> uncoordinated. It's like Bambi all the time. I like I got picked last at sports and PE class for a reason. <laughs> At least you know and accept that. I do. I do. I know that about myself. <laughs> so you moved out and... Yeah, and then things kind of came to a grinding halt. <laughs> I know. Weird. What? Uh. That doesn't happen. Um, well, no, because we got engaged and um, my, my current in-laws uh, were wonderful. They said, uh, you know, why don't you come live with us in Anaheim and you can save money for your wedding. And then I actually happened to get a full-time job as a 911 operator and dispatcher in Anaheim. That's <laughs> awesome. Pay for the wedding. Yeah, not a lot of comedy in that. No, well, uh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> um, but yes, in general, not a lot of comedy while, you know, stabbings, shootings, uh, mentally unstable people going on. Although there <laughs> Sometimes there is comedy in the unstable people That's calling. Fair. Yeah. I just I don't imagine that you did a lot of like, stay on the phone with me. Want to hear a knock knock joke? True. True. That not. That's, that is. That's much. frowned upon. I think. I, probably. But they they I I always did get great reviews for my customer service. That's, you know I um. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm just remembering this one time. I I kind of lost my s with this. Uh, guy on the phone, he, he, he just didn't think I was qualified and he wanted to speak to a different dispatcher. And I just, I was like, you know what? I went to an Ivy League school. I have a dual degree. Like, I can help you. What, what, do, you, what do you need? I'm pretty qualified. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've been through the training. I know the city of Anaheim. <laughs> what do you need? <laughs> Why don't you test me first? Yeah, he, was, he wasn't having a life or death emergency. He, he was, like, probably complaining about... One of the many things citizens complain about that you find out about when you have when a public you, service job. And didn't didn't realize that they would find it quite as urgent. Like you're right. gonna dial nine one one to complain about right. the cat or you know, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. So things came uh, to a grinding halt. There you are. Yeah. So nine one one in in Anaheim. In Anaheim. <laughs> Which by the way, I mean Anaheim, home of Disneyland, you think, oh, it must be wonderful. Um, I mean, it is a great city, but they also have two or three sports stadiums. Yeah. Um, lots. It, Anaheim has like its own boulevard of broken dreams. <laughs> where, <laughs> where I guess the Disney water is hanging out. It's like the um, Disney broken dreams, so it's even sadder. A little bit. Yeah. And and sadly, like a big group of pedophiles because they know oh, Disney water yeah. yeah, That's a good point. The kids. I don't want to talk about pedophiles. Feel free to edit that. Okay. <laughs> um, but. Uh, 
But so, yeah, so I, I did that for two years, and then we got married, and we moved to Monrovia, California, uh, uh, which nobody has heard of. Some people are like, oh, in Africa? And now I just kind Close of, with a, with a straight face, I go like, yeah, the commute is really killer. It's really hard. That's why I do a lot of audiobooks, because right. I can do them from Africa. From Africa. <laughs> People are funny. <laughs> for, for anyone who doesn't know, Monrovia is just east of Pasadena. Um, not in the Grand Canyon, like my friend Bonnie Gillespie likes to joke. <laughs> well, she says, different. I can see the Grand Canyon from your backyard, right, Jill? Yeah, yeah. fair. Sure, Bonnie, come on over. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how did you get unstalled? Oh, um, well, while I was working in um, Anaheim, working 12-hour shifts, three days a week, um, I... Uh, sorry, words are escaping me. <laughs> voiceover. I was studying voiceover okay. because I had always, um, I studied a little bit in New York and my instructor had said, you know, you have a good foundation, you have a lot more to learn, but I think you should pursue this. Because he was one of those people who, you know, if someone says like, oh, you have such a great voice, you should do voiceover, he would disabuse you of that notion right away. You'd be like, no, you shouldn't. Like, you need to be an actor. Just because you can sound like Donald Duck, don't mean diddly. So, um, so yeah, that was good. Um, so, so I was still studying voiceover, um, and I would, you know, commuting from Anaheim to Burbank, um, and I felt like that kept me enough in the game that the fire was still, still burning. Lit. Also, I didn't want to be a dispatcher for the rest of my life. It took it took a lot to get there and do it, and then once I was in the job, um, you know, I, I, I could do it, but I knew I didn't want to. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. It's almost like by doing something you didn't want to do, there was more of an urgency to do what you wanted to do. Yes, yeah, it kind of really motivated me to constantly be on my husband, like, we need to move. Can <laughs> we get this apartment? Back. Okay, we're going. <laughs> All right, and actually, he's he's always been supportive from day one, oh, so nice. it's, not, it's not like he was holding me back. Right. All right, well, we've made it through the get to know you portion of the okay. event, and we are moving on to the lightning round. Oh, fantastic. All right, we are ready for the lightning round. Yeah. All right. Jill, what is your favorite movie? Oh, well, that's a two-part question, I think, because my favorite animated movie is The Last Unicorn. Uh, my favorite live-action movie is Dirty Dancing. It's so cliche, but I love it. I love it so much. What is the last thing you watched? On TV, last night I watched uh, Halt and Catch Fire, which I'm finding very interesting. Sometimes it's slow, but I like it. I'm still watching. Binge watch or one at a time? Um, I have a child, so I can only binge watch for like two or three hours, and then uh, I try to go to bed at 10. 11 is like my max, because I need to be up at six the next day. What do you love to have on your pizza? Oh, cheese. I love cheese. Five cheese, love it. I also enjoy mushrooms, but if given the choice, I will always pick cheese. What? Cheese, please. What is your favorite food? Mmm, sushi. I love sushi. <laughs> Milk chocolate or dark chocolate? Dark chocolate. What's your favorite drink? Uh, I like pretty much anything with vodka in it. Do you have a tattoo? I do not. If you were going to get one, what would you get? I think I would get something only visible to me uh, that says, um, you know, something like affirmative, like you belong here, or 
uh, believe or uh, you know something like that I don't have a tattoo because I I know I'm like way too flighty to want the same thing on my body for a long time <laughs> what is your favorite board game Quirkle what is the last country you visited Mexico what is a country you would like to visit Ireland what's your favorite color pink what is your least favorite color yellow what is the best way for you to distress de-stress I love getting massages I love sleeping if you had one superpower what would it be oh my gosh the ability to lift obnoxious drivers off the freeway and spend them in midair until they friggin remember how to drive <laughs> what is your favorite flower hmm. I like roses and lilies I think when is the last time you cried oh my gosh probably this weekend when my daughter was you know refusing to do something for the 40th time what is your the least favorite thing about yourself I am so impatient I want everything yesterday and what is your most favorite thing about yourself um my laugh it's pretty funny <laughs> see <laughs> what is a place that you would like to shoot in oh I think I, I would love to shoot in London I love London what is the best piece of acting advice you've been given? Uh, take what you like and get, throw the rest away. What is the worst piece of acting advice you've been given? Oh my God. Can you make it more, I don't know, yellow? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what piece of acting advice would you give someone who is just starting out? Find your tribe and don't give up. What is something that would surprise people about you? Hmm. Um, <laughs> the first song I played uh, for my daughter when she was old enough to understand I was playing her song was uh, a Tupac song. <laughs> <laughs> what is something that makes you laugh no matter what? Oh my gosh. Um, as a kid, I don't know why, but the word toaster was hysterical. <laughs> what life lesson would you like everyone to learn? Um, you're, you're enough. What is the best compliment you've ever received? Oh, um, from a director I really respect. She told me I should have my own sitcom. What does creativity mean to you? Um, creativity to me is um, just kind of letting go of the limits and uh, your perceptions. What did you want to be when you were 12? A veterinarian. What would you do differently if you were starting out as an actor now? Oh my gosh, I would oh, run to uh, Bonnie Gillespie and get all the correct info because I spent a lot of time slushing around LA just not knowing anything. What actor would you like to grab a beer with? Kristen Bell. What is the last industry event that you attended? Um, a, a screening of The Big Sick followed by a Q&A with the cast and crew. It was amazing. On a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you about your life right now? 10. It's pretty good. You made it through the lightning round. Woohoo! Yeah! <laughs> 
So here we are at the last segment. This is when I ask the questions that James Lipton asks at the end asks at the end of uh, inside the actor's studio. Okay. Because what actor doesn't want to answer these questions? Exactly. All right. Jill, what is your favorite word? Yes. What is your least favorite word? Hmm. Moist. <laughs> what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Um, kindness. What turns you off? Someone being mean. What is your favorite curse word? Such a cliche, but fuck. What sound or noise do you love? My daughter saying, Mama. What sound or noise do you hate? Oh my gosh, hearing people um, eating. <laughs> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? I think I'd like to write a novel. What profession would you not like to do? Plumbing. And finally, Jill, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? What took you so long? <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. <laughs>